0: Good afternoon, welcome to the final word. Burnley nil. Everton 2. Those toffees are at it again. Another win for the Blues. Four on the spin. Four clean sheets. Mm -hmm. Four away victories on the run. Four... Something else. I'm sure there'll be something else that's got four in it that we achieved the other day. But what a result. And... It was obviously a very, very tricky game. In fact, four players out, I think, as well, for the Corrigan, just looking for a four. But, uh, Jack, (coughs) excuse me, this was a tricky game. We talked about it last week, saying, you know, hopefully Everton will be ready for this because it it presented a different challenge and given where Burnley were and where we were before kickoff, it also represented a good opportunity to put some distance between the two teams and and Everton have, have ended up doing it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Burnley, a team that we beat quite comprehensively earlier in the season. Mm. So, you know, that they're wanting that result back as well, wanting to make improvements on what was quite an embarrassing defeat for them. We're going a place where, you know, they need a result as well because, yeah. you know, we've started building that buffer on them. They want to turn that round. Mm. Missing key players as well. You know, Michalenko has been great the last few weeks. Brampley speaks for himself. And there was a lot of worry about Godfrey and Keane, who were two players who haven't really featured Mm. this year, coming in. And I'm sure we'll get into it in more detail. But they both took it in the stride. And just to maintain a professional, quality, mostly calm performance as Mm. well. Yeah, the blue machine just keeps rolling, doesn't it? That... um, Point deduction feels like a little bit of a distant memory. Now,
0: did he say the blue machine? He just, yeah, did he. Okay, blue we'll blue just blue. hey, we'll just we won't go too much into. That. Mm. Ped, we did speak the other day about this was <coughs> this was an opportunity. apology for this was an opportunity for Burnley to try to to keep us within their grasp, and yeah. it, it the injuries and suspensions were always going to test this squad yeah. in a different way, and we also went over the the record in the Premier League, Everton haven't done brilliantly at Turf more over that time. But Saturday night, when you saw that team, and obviously it was confirmed out. So did you know straight away it was a three at the back, did you think? Or were you thinking Ben Godfrey at left back?
2: Um, well, I think in the warm-ups, it gave it away, mm. didn't it? They were... They were, they were uh warming up in that gone through
0: thing. walk through weren't they basically yeah. gone this is what are we playing yeah, yeah basically <laughs> what's your name
1: <laughs> Ben well, you could see them like mm. just as about to kick mm. off as well or mm. mm. looking at each other and speaking going You're there, there. and listen and, and, and and it, it was it was a really
2: it was a it was a tough one on paper because mm. I, I don't know what Burnley are a weird one aren't they because I think there's an idea that they're better than what they are and, it, and it's somehow waiting to come out mm. well Uh, I'm not sure they are better than what they are because I thought this was the most thoroughly professional performance of the season by far. I thought, yeah, first five minutes or so where obviously them having a lot of the ball and us trying to maybe figure out what we were trying to do but there's a lot of that in our games, a lot of that in our away games and I thought once we got through that and once we started playing our football and sort of winning our battles feeling the opposition out was a couple of moments like they played it down the channels didn't you of the center backs and Mm. i think um that caught us out with our high line a couple of times but again once we got that settled and sorted i just thought we grew into the game so well and the football ability of like james garner and jack harrison Onana started to come out Mm. and you could really see that we didn't need the ball too much at the back we could just Get it into midfield and then start using the ball well. And mm. I I I thought it was absolutely brilliant performance. I really did. It's like it's the kind of performance that we just haven't implemented in the last few years. Yeah. It, it, it was the understanding of we're better than you. Mm. And we're gonna show you why we're better than us. And then when the moment's right, we're just gonna shut up shop. Um and because we know you've You've not really got much. Mm. And and that's a weird position to be in as Everton. It really is. Mm. It takes from getting used to watching that kind of football. It's early in the second half. You're like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? We <laughs> don't quite know. Yeah. But I think what it what is true is Sean Dice knows exactly what he's doing. Mm. And he's got his players all believing that. We were speaking last week, weren't we, about that German documentary about the manager saying you've all got to be on the same page and I just think you look at us and think this is a squad who all believe in what the manager wants from them yeah. and they all believe you can elevate their game and make them better and uh, yeah it's 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 been it's been outstanding to watch
0: Yeah, I mean obviously we just touched on it there but we have lost three at the back four we've been playing the back four and three at the back four were out from the last game you know, I know, <coughs> I know Young went off quite early against Chelsea and Patterson come on did really well. Since then, we lost. We knew Brantwight was out because of the suspension and then we lost Michelenko later as well. So to, it was a real test and Everton haven't been very good at this in the past of switching between two different systems and players who are on the line, basically on the bench, coming in and almost seamlessly fitting in. And that's how it seemed. I thought, you know, I know we had three at the back, but at times it was a real 3-4-3. Three, three, but we did have Patterson high we did have McNeil, who was left wing back for this game, pushing quite high as well. And and like Ped said, once the first five, six, seven minutes were out the way, Burnley had a good the good on the ball. Knocking around well, he tried to play nice progressive football. But once them first six or seven minutes were out the way, Everton did sort of Gain a control of the game now. You can look at stats and go, Well, they had 62% of the ball. We aren't Burnley fans will know that with Sean Dice, he's not interested in dominating the ball, and we know it with us. We haven't got technically gifted players in our team to dominate the ball, but we know exactly what we're doing without the ball now. And I think that's been the biggest, you know, compliments I can pay Sean sure Dice is that. And the staff, they have drilled it into this team of what you do when you don't have the ball.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think in terms of being comfortable outside of the ball, Everton are probably one of the better teams in the league in that mm. sole regards. Yeah. But a big part of that at the weekends was you know Keane and Godfrey coming mm. in and maintaining that. And yeah. For a long time, squad players have ev- at Everton mm. have been players who just aren't good enough for the first team. And were yeah. brought in as first team signings yeah. and haven't been able to cut it. And I know that is the situation with Keane and Godfrey but it's not you know they're in one week and they play bad and they're out and then their replacement plays bad and you know they get better by comparison they come back in they're not first choice players anymore and I don't think they ever will be at Everton ever again but Mm. to be able to just come off the bench and fit into a system I'll put Patterson into this as well because he's a player who doesn't have that much experience mm. in the Sean's like, set-up anyway, with injuries last year, and all yeah. being preferred, and now Ashley Young as well, and he's come in and maintained it, getting high up the pitch, and McNeil playing in that left wing-back role, not his preferred position, but being able to fly up the pitch and you know be a defender mm. and an attacker. If you can get that wing-back role right, it's like having an extra player on the pitch because you're doing two yeah. different jobs. Yeah, I just thought we transitioned into that new formation, the new setup, really well. I don't think it'll be our go-to when we've got everyone first, but Mm. it's nice to have the option, isn't it, to change things up and get the best out of the players (laughs) you have at your disposal. What's really interesting, the question will be,
2: we're barely set up expecting us to play the way we played and they were totally shocked by the fact that we played three at the back and that's sort of undone them a little bit, do you know what I mean? And that's an interesting one for the future of, like, can the manager look at a situation where he sees the opposition who are quite comfortable, maybe playing against a, like a setup similar to ours, and saying well today we are going to change it, we are going to go to that. Um, you know, going back to your point about the squad players, I just what I really enjoyed about it was Keane and Ben Godfrey. There was no sulking or anything. And, it was really a professional performance from both of them. Yeah. Um, and it's difficult to know. Listen, I don't want to be in a position where we are rotating centre backs. We've no. seen this a lot in the last few years and it, it just hasn't served as well. And it's very clear that having two centre backs and uh, you know, who are playing each other as as all the time has created the dynamic that we've got at the moment. Or certainly in entire back four. I don't want to see us chopping and changing, but it was nice to not not have to worry. Or certainly think, right, well, the next time that happens, Michael Keane will come in and do a job or mm. or whatever, or Ben Godfrey can come in and do a job. And I thought that professionalism was really evident on Saturday. Um, and I think the manager that mentioned it in his press, co- press comments afterwards, saying it's not always about the starting 11, it's about the rest of the lads. If you can keep them engaged, that means everyone's engaged. Mm. And I thought that was a really good point and shows the work they do behind the scenes, not necessarily to. Keep everyone involved as such, or have to look after everyone. It's not his job, you know. We've seen that with other players who are mm. not getting into the pitch or not even coming on as a sub. It's not his job to be nice to everyone. But what he's saying is, is that your moment will come, and you better seize that chance. And I thought, I thought they did brilliantly, Keane and and Ben Godfrey. I think mm. massive credit must go to them because these these are two players that. You know, we look at them and think how much time have they got left at Everton? They're at different stages of their careers. They, you know, is, there, is there anything for them here? But, well, you know, it's superb. Shows shows, shows what kind of squad we've got at the moment.
0: Hmm. I mean, the manager deserves huge credit from Ian Wohan and Steve Stone for being able to, to kind of foster this kind of um, attitude that we're because Everton, it's very, very similar to like how Moyes kind of had it. We've had to go back to basics, but that's it there's nothing on with that, and it's exactly what we needed. And Sean Dyke has come in and um, he's done a, he's he's doing a great job, and long may continue, and the players have bought into it, and that's the biggest thing, getting a buy-in from them. And you're right, them them two coming in, especially at the weekend. Because I think Patterson is on the verge of breaking in permanently. I think they do look at him and think he can grow into that. His time. The other two, <clears throat> I'm not i'm not sure honestly i'm not ben godfrey we would love to think he's a real viable option because he's 24 25 he's not played well enough at times but hopefully now mm. the manager's clear with them and they, and they can when they're needed because jared wait and tarkov did the best partnership we've seen that but when you're needed you've got to come in and do the job and what you want to do as a player is give the manager something to think about and go "Well, you can play me because i'll i'll play at the same level as what he's done and Listen, it worked an absolute treat. We did, when we did break, we had a really good opportunity early on with Dwight McNeil. We'll just have a look at some of the stills here. And then what, what we, we did do well what Jack Harrison does well is he can go with both feet. We've seen him stand a few things up with his right foot of late. Mm-hmm. We've got Patterson in the picture here. He was available for the cutback. It's on it's on Jack's right foot there, it onto his left foot as he comes back inside. And then he just, floats one over, you've got Dominic Caldolume, James Garner, and we've got Dwight McNeil circled at the back post, and as that comes over, McNeil on the next one, we can see he's just got to try and guide it back into that corner, James Trafford, on the next one is him actually connecting with the ball, and that's exactly what he tries to do, but he heads it just wide, mm. but that was the first warning yeah, for yeah. them, really, that because we did have the wing-backs, they were going to be high. No-one was picking McNeil up there, and you thought, is that going to be <coughs> an area which we can exploit? We then have another great opportunity. We see the stills on this one, and this is what I want to see more from Nathan Patterson. Yeah. When that gets it on, it'll be on in a sec, I think. Here we go. Yeah, there it is. We've got Patterson in an advanced position, mm. which is where we want to see him and that. Got the arrow there, of where I want him, driving on. Harrison has played this through two defenders because Patterson's Make done the one, overlap, yeah. Yeah. which is what we've been talking about for weeks. Yeah. We take it on one, and then you've got Dominic Calvert-Lewin. And what Dom does really clever here is he motions towards the straight line arrows. That's going to be his run. Yeah. And then he just pulls off the defender. Now on the back, really good play. Patterson floats a lovely cross in, and you see Dom's got himself that little bit of space now to attack the ball. That's where he should head it. <laughs> Excuse me. That's where he should head it. And he scored. And I'll be honest, as he rose, I thought he'll score because yeah. it's Dom. And he heads it too close to James Trafford, who does make a good save. Yeah. But i just just and I'm expect expecting, to expecting Dom yeah, to score. Just
1: put it the other side. I mean,
0: when he's obviously. like that hanging in the air, yeah, I always expect him to score because he's so good in the air. But what we did really well, of course, is we go and mm. score from the corner. Yeah. We've got um, Dwight McNeil here, just about to take the corner. We've got McNeil there that's his view you take it on one i've got amadou onana circled as he's getting into the six yard box and what a note <laughs> when everton had corners it was the size of us mm. and in fact the commentary team said the giants of everton and you're thinking we didn't even have six foot five jared plant mm. in there either this week they've got onana circled <laughs> the ball comes in and here you can see him him and james trafford circled Bro, Nana his leap is huge. And the goalkeeper's flailing, really. And then we take it on. And you can see the ball's past the goalkeeper. And on this next one, just look how clean he is heading that ball. Because that first, I don't know about you, but when he heads it in, you're always, just for that second thinking, Foul as he fouled the goalkeeper. Yeah. When you see it again, it's just a clean, he just yeah. gets there. Trafford didn't really no. know how to no. deal with it, did he? And just felt from that moment. We'd already had a corner, I think, he looked a bit ropey That. That was definitely Jack an option Everton could exercise and maybe get themselves even further in front.
1: Yeah, well we've seen when we played only <laughs> a few weeks ago in, in the, the Cup. Group. They don't deal with set pieces like these Used. Oh to no scored as well. Yeah. Ed mm. Trafford he didn't play in that game, but you look at the size when mm. you know he's a kid and while he's a good prospect, he's still very much learning, isn't mm. he? So maybe coming for crosses, I mean a big six foot four midfielder. Mm might not be five. his speciality six or five even yeah. harder for him. Yeah. So that yeah. inch
0: makes a difference, yeah.
1: Yeah. But um no, you got the impression quite early on that we could cause them issues through yeah. this and that we seen it, didn't we? Good header by Onana. And yeah, whenever you see the keeper make contact with the attacking player, you do but he foul because keepers are protectors, aren't he? But he just outjumps them, doesn't he? Yeah. There's no right sniff that. of a foul there. No. And great for Onana coming back into the team to get his goal as well because I think he's so important. I think he had a really good first half mm. as well and he's going to be massive for the seventh team going forward six if he stays fit. Six foot five. Yeah, six foot really?
0: five, not four. I mean, <laughs> sorry, that goal, to me, just shows, I think he should be scoring more because no, he I is think good he when he attacks the I ball. I think he
2: should, like from set pieces, definitely. Yeah. If the, 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 it's the, what I liked about the goal was, I mean, just showed it there, the, mm. two, set, the two before it, we showed a threat down the right and mm. we, we kept that going and, as you mentioned there, Harrison, and then, I thought it was a great run by Patterson to get himself in that space. Yeah. There was so much space there. And then to score straight away, we were like, we're we're hitting the nail, aren't we? And we're hammering this home. And I I thought there was like a sheer look of terror on Trafford's face. Yeah. Like, he looked like, I can't cope with this. Mm. I just can't cope with this. And their defence looked, looked the same. And Mm. it really was in terms of management again. It was like, it was like, I'm, a man against a boy, Masterclass, he man. did not have a clue. He
0: d- you could see with McNeil when he had two cut and he put the corners yeah. right on the keeper because we knew how big we were. That's something they've looked at, that, isn't it? But
2: that's like I know they they listen, they want to do things a certain way, and I mm-hmm. appreciate that. And I know they have changed a little bit, but you could see who's been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and just hammering home the things that work and to get the set piece um, exactly where you want it. And, and they will have looked at it and said the keeper doesn't come off his line mm. or he gets stuck underneath the ball mm. or whatever it is. And I, I think it's funny because Pickford's been criticised off set pieces at times in the past mm. for not coming for things. And I think when you're not a huge goalkeeper, I think you have to make a decision. You have to make a decision to put your defenders in a certain place to make sure they deal with the threat and you're almost standing on the line or in a, almost behind the line at times mm. to deal with, well, if they do win it, I'm not out of this. And I think that's where Trafford's got to make that decision as he goes forward.
0: What I nearly put on was the 3-2 game and Dykes beat Everton, which was the only last win, actually, as Burnley manager. And if you remember, their equaliser was an in-swinging... I think Mm. it was Dwight McNeil again. In the same end, an in-swinging corner to the back post. And if you look at it, Pickford ends up out of the goal. And they just knock it in, yeah. and it was the same thing. A goalkeeper that doesn't come and claim it because Jordan doesn't come for he stays on his line. Fine, he obviously thinks I can't get through those players. But that is a clear management decision by Sean mm. Dyche. And I just thought I, I did almost put it off for a comparison because it is very yeah. similar. Got another goalkeeper here. who's a very good keeper. Trafford, you know, young, grown into it but someone who isn't going to come and take them when you've got big six-foot-five lads attacking it and Tarkovsky's a handful of, at the best of times. You can get underneath the ball. We've seen Jordan do it against Burnley and then Everton doing it with Deitch. For him, I think it was a little bit of a, a slap on the cheek of the, uh, the owner who got rid of him, but it was a really well-thought-out goal by Everton. And something we've done <coughs> quite a bit, we scored at Goodison in the Carabao Cup. With a back post corner, which Dom knocked the cross and O'Nana stabbed in in the last one. Mm. So, you know, it, it was well thought out and well attacked, yeah.
1: Well, it's a team doing what they're good at, mm. isn't it? Which is the opposite of what Burnley were doing. You know, Trafford's coming for the corner. Mm. Is that the rashness of a young and experienced player? Or is it, or asking the to do to do it come him to come for these crosses, even though he's not best suited to because mm. they want to get up the pitch quicker? That's unrealistic. Everton and the (laughs) special guys are very realistic. They don't Mm. try and do anything that's above their abilities and they just play within the means and go, okay, what can we do? Let's get very good at this. Burnley's problem has been trying to run before Deacon walk at Mm. times. And, yeah, absolutely, if you want to play pass and possession football, go for it. But you don't need to compromise on coaching set pieces to do that. You can Mm. still be good at defending set pieces and builds from the back.
2: Well, that's what we were told ten years ago, wasn't it? That it was Parasite football. And yeah, we've, we've seen the benefits of it.
0: Mm. But even yeah. the best team score, separately. Man City, brilliant. It when Liverpool won the league, Bergen Van Dyke scored so many.
1: There's just no reason, reason to not take advantage of that.
0: Arsenal do it. With...
1: So you've got to, haven't you? Because you've got to use...
0: That <laughs> That might be the difference in the whole game, right. mightn't it? You might have all of the ball and you can't break them down. You get a corner and someone heads it in and you win the game. And that, that is the difference. And where. We'll, we're using, and Sean Dykes has done this brilliantly and the players have bought into but we're, we're using everything that is available to us, aren't we, to score goals. You know, we lots of different scorers again at the weekend. Mm. You know, we've ended up with O'Nana's first Premier League goal this the season, you know, two goals this season, both against Burnley. Mm. We end up with Michael Keane scoring a goal. That's great, because mm. other games it's been Decore, or it's been Dom, or it's been McNeil. Or, and that is good the more you spread that round. Michalenko scoring at Palace the more we can spread that round the Drisogana game this is what we want because it it gives you solutions Mm -hmm. when your centre forward isn't scoring (laughs) excuse me isn't scoring like Dom at the moment but what I thought we did really well Ped was we got that goal and then we didn't we didn't sit back like Everton have done and it was almost Mm -hmm. as if we went we can do something here we can actually put our foot Mm -hmm. on the throat here and and increased this lead, and we ended up getting a you know a second goal. Well, what I
2: really time. liked about this goal, <laughs> they 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 attacked us, and then we played out the back, and mm. then I think it was Harrison and McNeil just played a couple of balls around the corner to each other, mm. but just trying to play little like nice little passing triangles mm. rather than just like going long or something. Yeah. and I think it's um, one of their players actually stands on the boot of James Garner, mm. I think, and and it's it's That's a foul. That, it, yeah. So it's not just like. Again, it's that thing, of it. these things don't just come out of nowhere. Mm. There is something in it. The first goal comes from we're doing well down the right-hand side. And mm. you know, and then the second goal comes from we've we've kept the ball well. We've mm. used it. We've got it in our back line, give it to Garner, and then try to play our way, to, way out of trouble. And they fouled us, and then we've done what we're really well, good at. We
0: saw sure against Newcastle with the 30 passes before the Beto goal. Yeah, but that's isn't it? We isn't can it? do it with we a bit can of confidence. It though, we can which is what it. the
2: best teams do. And then... You know Jordan Pickford who's been taking a lot of those 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 free kicks can put a great ball in mm-hmm. which allows you to push all your men up front mm-hmm. Tarky gets the first we Michael a double, Keane.
0: we've got it here so Ned will put it on so Pickford's played the ball I've got Michael Keane circled Burnley obviously never watched Everton training <laughs> videos because they've left basically Michael Van Basten on as well yes. and Tarky's going up with two defenders and, mm-hmm. and knowing that he's going to win it he just knows he's going to win it Keane has just got to make keep himself on side and make that little run where the arrow is. We take it on, Sarkey's won it, <coughs> and Keane's got himself clear now on goal. Mm-hmm. Ball bounces now. The next one can he keep the shot down? Which is the most important thing, something Ned needs to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, more to come on Thursday. Of that, uh, Keane drives the shot in. James Trafford makes a good save. Mm-hmm. Dom's following it in, it hits the defender, it breaks back, and Michael Keane.
2: He's doing dead. what any good centre forward. He stayed be.
0: alive, didn't he? Yeah, he stayed alive. If you just go back one net, <coughs> just go back to when he connects, right? He carries on that. What he does really well here is he carries his run. Whereas the lad who's slamming on, you can see to his right, is mm. stopped on his heels. Keane doesn't stop. He follows on and he there to side footed him puts
2: it in, and, his and it, though,
0: he? He it in and that's it he's tremendous in the opposition 2-0 we know he's uh, listen we know he's probably the best finisher at the club we see that in, in the training lane. videos he's incredible Um made up for him because he is someone who has, hasn't been in the team he's been mm-hmm. out and I imagine once wait is back in the squad he'll be back out again but it's good to see him come in and, and make a big impact he enjoyed it didn't he he
2: looked yeah, like that. he enjoyed he, looked he, looked like he said he himself
0: after the game, then he said it was, uh, it was amazing to be back on the pitch. And obviously, for him and Godfrey, they're coming in. This hasn't happened a lot. They're coming into a team that's winning and people know the jobs and the confidence. Mm-hmm. You come in. We we saw under Carlo when he used to try and mix and match. It never really worked. He'd come in and we'd get beat. And then he'd go, oh, I've got to go back to the two that were playing. Well, They'd come in and have it has worked and he, he's played a part in a great goal.
1: Yeah, and it's massive for him, isn't it? And, you know, we said in the build-up last week, just for him as a person, forget about the Everton side of mm. things and yeah. the football side of things, him as a person, just coming into a positive environment and being able to not only participate in, but contribute to him. Yeah. And just that, that positive feeling, and, and now, like, it, it's down to you. And that'll be just be massive for him as a person, first and foremost. Mm. And then... Obviously, the football side, isn't it? Well, he scored a great goal. I actually thought his first uh, effort, his first strike, was hit brilliantly. Oh, yeah. It was actually a really good save by Trafford. And we know he's got that in his locker. Mm-hmm. And look, the most important thing from Michael Keane in terms of will he get future opportunities was the defensive side of things. Mm-hmm. But we know he's got that yeah, in his and locker. He played and played
2: well defensively.
1: And he did, but, but looking for... at the goal, oh, it's brilliant. just massive for brilliant. him as well, isn't it?
2: But footballers are not stupid, either. they? Mm-hmm. They know when someone's in the team and they're better than them. Yeah. Or, they're, or they're having they're a play run yeah. or, or whatever in the team mm-hmm. will win. They're not stupid. They can't sit there, especially at the centre-back where you don't get too many subs at centre-back. Just, mm-hmm. Let's be honest. They just have to literally part of their job, wait. Things happen all the time. We've been sitting here two weeks ago and people are like, maybe Nathan Patterson needs to go on loan. The next minute he's in the team. Football. That's how quick football yeah, can course, change, yeah. can't it? You have to be ready to take your opportunity. And again, what Keane's done there is he's he's come in, he's done a job, scored a really good goal against his old team, mm. kept everything going, celebrated, celebrated like he, <laughs> <shoved> <laughs> up, to see. Like he should. he I'm just shame. he's been he was at it. He's been at a lot longer than he was at Burn. Mm. I think. Mm. So you know, and 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 ultimately he's he's got us the points there and then and. When every, but I think fans love that. Fans love it when you look at a player and go, "God, he's in it as well, and he's in it as well." Mm. And the more you have, the more fans just go, "God, this is boss. This, mm. this is." But everyone's fighting themselves. Yeah. If they're enjoying it, if they're loving it, and we're loving it, then we're all pulling in the right direction, and that's where we are at the moment. And mm. you see it with, you see that with like teams when they are doing well. You know, you look at someone like Villa at the moment, and mm. all, you just think. Everyone's in it together, and yeah. suddenly we're all in it together. And a lot of people say, "Oh, the ten points has galvanised them." It's like it's not. It's not. The ten
0: points has given us it's unified or someone it. to call a bastard. Yeah,
2: you know, as like Sean Bean would say. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually isn't eleven, yeah. and that's fantastic. That's mm-hmm. for the first time. The other stuff, like you know, the form was coming. We were winning games. We were improving. Mm-hmm. Sean Dice, you know, he ex- he's exceeded it to the full, and mm-hmm. he's got his ear, and I'm fair play to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, fair enough, we needed that common that common goal. And Burnley, you've made a mistake. You've made a mistake when you told us we couldn't take our A four cards. You made a mistake. Yes. And it came back and bit you.
0: We've won, let's just like clarify, we had one six out of nine before mm-hmm. before the points deduction. So we were in good form. It's ten from thirteen now.
2: Yeah. Also Which is
0: an incredible one. Can
2: I also just say we haven't just because we've won the last three Four games, we haven't got those 10 yeah.
0: points. I, d- I did say we've got nine back the other week, and I shouldn't have said that because what I meant was it's great no. that we have we've we've got our points almost yeah. back to where we started. Yeah. We are still 10 points now, yeah, which would have we us should have on the here. coattails yeah. of European football. I don't football.
2: like, and maybe people are calling me <laughs> this, but I don't like the idea of people saying we've got our 10, ten points back. We haven't, no, no, I no, no, I just don't like it. I yeah. just, it's just me, people can call me what we want, no, maybe no, I'm a Grinch we
0: should have 26 points we should have but yeah. deserves... well, we have
2: got 26 points No, I know but the point being is we haven't We haven't won our 10 points we've back.
1: won 8 games of football we've yeah. won 5 away games yeah. already yeah. which is which is sensational exactly. I think what people mean no one's forgotten that we've yeah. been wronged mm. it's no. more just the fact that this team credits you and no, have made the difference no but no should, but what should, I'm should, saying is yeah. I know what, what you mean
2: this team deserves yeah. more no it does because it has won 26 it points has. and we haven't won 10 points back what we've won it we've earned we've earned 12 points out of the last 4 games we have do sheer hard work yeah. we, so we haven't won the 10 points back no, right. and, and that's only, the only people who are stopping us from having them are the premier league because Dick, Dick. it says on uh, what it says on that
0: poster behind you um we went through the loft we were in good control but Burnley yeah. did have a great opportunity to reduce the <laughs> rears just yeah. before half time which would have made it a, I, I feel it would have been a different game in the second half if they'd gone 2-1 and we'd have had to go again and obviously, we lost that Adelaide Cora mm. right at half-time, which meant we had to change again. It would have been a lot trickier, but we'll come on to that in a minute. But this was... Burnley had a great opportunity just before half-time. It was a ball... It was a straight ball over the top, and we got caught down the channel. <coughs> and I've got the uh, the arrow there, and all the lads got to do is fire it across to uh, Anduni, I think it is, in the middle. And you can see I've got Ben Godfrey circled here. He's let the kid get a run on him. Yeah. Uh, we take it on one and the ball is coming across and all he's got to do is knock it in. Pickford's out the game with the ball and you can see Godfrey just on the stretch here now. He's got to make a decision and he's got to get this right yeah. because if he, if he caught, I know he's a little bit away from the lad, but if he'd have caught him, it's a penalty. He could get it into his, it, own it, his own goal. He's got to get it right. We've seen that's where he's got to put the ball and we can just see it on the next one. The touch there is minimal because the lads drew the foot back to make it 2-1 and the ball rolls wide at a far post. And I would have been, they other being fuming yeah, had they I scored that. because. Well, I was I was fuming anyway. But it was a brilliant interception by Ben Goffrey to
1: keep it at 2-0. He did brilliant, yeah. but it was his fault that he lost as mm-hmm. man okay. as well. It, but a great recovery. recovery, yeah. And yeah. that's the pace that he's got, isn't it? And that's what we've wanted to see from Godfrey yeah. because you know, when he has had opportunities lately, it's looks like oh, maybe the pace isn't quite there anymore mm. and he's shown it. Yeah. You, you can get into the other sides about, you know, your mark on and that'll remain mm. an issue for him. But the recovery yeah. pace is great well, and it is a very good recovery. It, it, yeah.
2: It, it's yeah, I mean it's not great from Tarki either, is it? No. Either, you know, it's a ball over the top, they've let a lad just run through the midfield, he he has gone onto it. And it's not particularly well. We've been caught with the high mm. high line, and um, well, as you mentioned, Godfrey sort of lost them, but to make the recovery run and see. It, and again, that think about like not giving up, not yeah. like not yeah, going, yeah. oh no, God, we what was again. He's gone. We're not conceding it because mm. it would have been. It would have been a different game for the for the dominance we yeah. had. Mm. It would have brought them alive yeah. right before time As you mentioned, the Corey going off meant we had to jigger it up Little bit, mm. and it would have been different with sitting back knowing that they'd only have to get one more, yeah. one more, goal, another goal.
0: Mm.
2: Um, so it was just huge moments in the game, huge moments, and and luckily we got through
0: Yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant recovery. Uh, we did lose that the core at the, the half time, which was he's got a tight hamstring. Don't think he's going to be ready for Fulham. I think they'll leave that for Spurs. We'll have to wait and see. Um, we brought Lewis Dobbin on. At half-time. And I think when you look at what was available, his only real other option was to put better on and go ge- with a genuine mm. 4-4-2. Or ask Dom to drop into the 10 almost and mm. pick the ball up. Neither of them were ideal. Like he could have put Dan Juma on, I guess, but mm. he quite clearly hasn't done enough. And obviously, Lewis Dobbin come off the bench and scored against Chelsea, so he went with him. Dobbin didn't really get into the game, did he? he? ran around, he had to get told a couple of things. The manager went berserk at him at one stage because he, he gave the ball away cheaply and they broke. I think Ben Godfrey had to get him and have a word in his ears, like, calm down, yeah. do your job, sit here and do your job. Um, and he did work hard. But we did manage that second half with a real professionalism. They brought Lyle Foster on at last mm-hmm. time. Good to see him back. He's obviously had issues with mental health. Really good to see him back involved in um, in football again. Hopefully he's all right now. We But we did... We just didn't really give them anything. I think Andrew and he had a shot from about 25, 30 yards. Pickford made a good save, but I'd have been disappointed if it would yeah. have beat him. Other than that, they didn't really cause us anything. I know Foster had a header, but it was... He was nowhere near going in the goal and troubling Jordan Pickford. They hit the bar, but it was offside. Uh, you could see he was miles offside anyway. And that was it. And for Everton <coughs> to be turning up away against a team that had to try and get something out of it. With five players down, having lost someone who's been absolutely instrumental. To getting us goals and was doing a lot of work in that first half and after like the core to not have mm. a drissagana gate to come on at half time and change it we coped really well jack didn't we
1: yeah absolutely and like you say they didn't have many chances you know mm. they moved the ball about a bit faster yeah, yeah. and yeah. nearly got in behind a few times mm. but they didn't we maintain the line yeah. well and it looks like a, you mentioned the points deduction we should be on 26 it looks like a team who sh- fighting for Europe versus a relegation fighting team, mm. because ultimately that's what it would be if the league yeah. table was correct, We know we've seen enough of these, haven't we? But we show shown our class, mm. because we've got the work done early on in the first half, we got the lead, and yeah, it would have been nice to see them go for it a bit more, but we've lost Did it frustrate you
0: that we did almost <clears throat> or are you just kind of getting used to it now? We did almost go, right, we've done our work for now, we're just going to hope we get another opportunity and don't get me wrong we nearly did mm. but what have you got to try and put us under pressure or I, are you or you're just becoming
1: used to it i understand it to be honest i'm quite yeah. used to it it'd be nice to see but you also you've got to remember this team's limitations mm. and you know what this manager is good well. yeah and you yeah. know losing your top goal scorer mm. it's going to be difficult to do yeah. that you've all you're also playing a team who you know they had a big 5-0 the other week but for most of the season they've not been the biggest goal scorers and mm. they're probably only going to get a goal if you make a mistake and let them in yeah. so just keep solid and you know we've had success counter-attacking this season as well and maybe we'll get a chance on the break but mm. first and foremost just keep solid and just take the sting out of it don't let them have that second half rally and if they do that's when we try and just get on the ball a bit more and mm. you know make them worry so they're not committing as many players forward but overall i understand it but... the only thing i would have liked would would have been like a consistent out ball yeah you know just like a ball
2: where you know you're going to trouble them and i don't think we had that second half and it, it as i said earlier it is it does take a little bit of getting used to cuz you start getting a little bit panicky especially mm. if there's a couple of passes that don't quite Hit the mark, and you feel you're like, What are, what are you doing? And there was a couple of little moments where you're like, Why did we just do that pass there? When mm. if we just hooked it
0: down the line and got give them a free kick, then we on got, the edge yeah, of it,
2: or we've just got Dom into the channel or whatever. So, I would have liked that maybe if if Dobbin could have, you know, if we we, we like that diagonal, don't we? So, like left to right, mm. that would have been like if Dobbin could have got in, into that area, but. The manager was quite happy with what we had, and and they didn't they didn't really have that much to trouble us, um, and of course things had to be rejigged a little bit. Dobbin did come on, and defensively he did all right. Mm. Offensively, again, I'd like him to keep holding the ball a little bit more. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna run into channel buying alleys or whatever, make sure you get something out of it, whether it's a throw right or, to
0: the corner flag, because you
2: know, know, commit an yeah. our men forward too, and you mm. lose the ball cheaply. You you you're putting us on the back foot. Yeah. But I thought there was periods of the second half where again we just kept them in their box mm. and the ball was just coming back out to our players and we were recycling and yeah. of course we've hit the post a couple of times. I well. was gonna
0: say we, we unsurprisingly we got a, a corner and it caused them a problem again and another back post corner and Michael Keane mm. hooks Very it goalwards it hits the post and then Vitino smashes it against his own post yeah. and they smuggle it away and you're like that would have been That'd the, been moment, the moment, moment, wouldn't it, yeah. for to make it three nil. And we up then replaced Beth, uh, replaced Dominic Calvert-Lewin with Beto. And we had two moments where Beto might have thought yeah. he'd scored. One, when James Trafford hesitated yeah. with the clear, and he got lucky. He got lucky. Beto cl- closing down. It bounced the right way for him. If they gone the other way, Beto would have had a trap in. And then we had a good little move and a little round the corner. I think it might have been James Garner slid him in, and he's dinked it, and Trafford actually makes a really good save. Comes out and spreads himself, and you're wondering if Beto could have just rolled it under him like he did against Newcastle, but we did have that, and it is great to have that option to go with Dom, because Dom Dom was active enough in terms of he was putting himself up out and making the runs, Mm. but he was getting less and less involvement as the game went on, and it is really good to be able to put someone who's going to come in and offer a different challenge in that second half to them, which is arms and legs of Beto and... He's a yeah. runner, and, and it is really good to to have that. But are we are we a little bit concerned that six it's half a dozen games now for Don without a goal after he yeah, come back and scored yeah, a few? Yeah, that's
1: definitely the little worry, isn't it? Well, he's had chances as mm. well in these games. He's had spells before in his Everton career mm. where he's not scored, but you can actually look at his service in those games, and he's mm. he's not been made the chance, and he's clearly yeah. been instructed to not be mobile. He's had some good chances and not took them. Yeah. First and foremost, what he gives us off the ball, with his running and you know Hold his intelligence, play. his mm. holds up play, and you know going up for all the headers, he still contributes to the team. But yeah. we are getting to a stage where, yeah, it'd be nice if you scored a goal or two. But they, he's still very important to the team, and I think yeah. even when he plays poorly, he plays well because of what he gives us. Pat,
0: is it? Do we need him though to start scoring? Because there will be games, won't there, when he might. That header he has in the first half might be the only clear-cut not, chance we have.
2: Absolutely. Um, you want your centre-forward scoring goals. Mm. It's huge. Because, you know, as you said, there, there will be moments, there will be games where you only get one opportunity and you want it to drop to your number nine and mm. you want to put it in the back of the net. You want him feeling like he's not... got another thing that he needs to do. Mm. So if he's doing his job and he's scoring goals, there's no pressure on him. Yeah, Even if, it's yeah. like, if you could just get back to, like say, one and three... Mm. Then you know, if, I don't know. Even it was one and four, just to get that cons- a little bit more consistency and not be looking for the next goal. I don't think he's yeah. someone who actually like is. Who, I don't think he stresses over goals. Mm. He doesn't seem to anyway. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe he does. Um, and that's maybe why he smashed the one against Chelsea last week. But it'd just be it'd just be nice to get like that one thing away. Get a goal, and then reset and be like, right, it's only I scored in the last game, so mm. I'll get one in this game.
0: It's every every centre-forward wants goals, <clears throat> that's what it's about. And Yeah, he is contributing, which is good. But just when you think of, like, obviously, we've got a Carabao Cup quarter-final, that might be tight. He might mm. get one opportunity. We go to Spurs, he might only get one chance. Everton might only get one really good chance in that. Or Man City at home, not going to get tons of chances. You want your striker scoring. Mm. But like I've just said, it is one big thing where we haven't we didn't have last season but we do have now is that ability to replace him with better. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: No, I mean that's there, isn't it? And it's not I don't think it's something that is absolutely taken off yet. Mm. But it gives better minutes, it gives them an understanding of the Premier League, takes the pressure off Don keeps them fit. They've got different skill sets. So Mm -hmm. when you bring them on, you are actually changing the game in terms of the opposition. They don't don't know what's coming next for them. So that's huge. Mm -hmm. It's up to Beto. There's an opportunity there. You'd be saying to Beto, you get a couple of goals here, you know, then it wouldn't be that far fetched that you Mm -hmm. might start the next game. I can't see it because he doesn't give us what Dom gives us physically or Mm -hmm. or against centre backs, but it is a little bit of a of a little just a little carrot at the moment Mm -hmm. for Beto that opportunity is there.
0: Jack, to me, though, that has been, I, I get what Ped's saying, but that has been a key thing for Everton's successively. is that being able to have him. Like, we had, we didn't have Dom Forrest because he had an injury, but we had Beto. And Beto was handful enough that he almost ended up with it. Well, he should have had himself a goal, but he's physically. We saw against Newcastle, the, the round-the-corner ball, and he runs on and slots it we can play slightly different, but he is arms and legs. And I thought when he come on at the weekend, he knocked them about a little bit more, it's just like, that's it, mate. Go and be that raw that you're knocking people over and people
1: are like, use this, you know. And I think that has give Everton an extra gear as well this season. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you talk about consistent out balls, he gives us something different mm. to what Dom gives us if yeah. you know, we're not winning the edges and we're not picking up the second balls. And, okay, well, you've got better where we can make that run round the outside mm. and okay it won't work every time no. because you're giving your defense a lot of space to run into to potentially block him but you know having that strength combined with that speed that he has as well mm. and you know it does have a bit of a gangly frame so he's harder to get hold of and a massive thing he gives us as well as the availability of dom because mm-hmm. has dom played 90 minutes this season because beto has been coming on yeah. for him practically every game and if Don was being forced to play the full 90 because we had no one to take his place, would he have picked up an injury by now and yeah. potentially missed more games? And just good to have two strikers. I do think there's a quality gap. And, you know, I do want more from both of them. Yeah, just we've have an, two, an option. That and we've we got Timothy as well, who I know he's a
0: lot further down Peckin, or the pecking order, but he's another one, six foot four. And he's a young lad and he might come on and, and put him. So it's good to just have those opportunities, I think, to, to mm-hmm. have that framework of a striker whereas last year it was Maupai who's me my size going from someone who's pet you know you, you know. and it's okay <laughs> if your little striker's quick you know I still, I'm still quicker than Maupai now I'm 51 you know what I mean so it is. there has been a big change there and I think I think now only when you look at the squad the midfield's a little bit of a concern mm. isn't it we've obviously Andre Gomez played for the 21s the other night yeah. I'd imagine He'll be in the Everton squad for Fulham. yeah. Particularly because Adelaide de Cora, I, I don't think will be. We knew Elijah Campbell would be in the squad at the weekend because Everton were down to bare bones yeah. defenders. But obviously we get we get uh, Jared Brantway back for this one and again. Again, we'll have to wait and see whether Sheamus is available as well. But we do need some different options in midfield as well because we that's one area we haven't got. But we did keep another clean sheet, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. And especially, yeah. like we said before, losing three of the back four from the week before still being able to cl- keep a clean sheet michael keane was in in it so let's have a look at his numbers 58 touches one goal eight clearances won four of his six aerial duels and completed three out of eight long balls in his heat map there and good solid performance from <laughs> yeah
2: i give him my for the game
0: yeah well key goal the
2: defended goal. well yeah. the goal defended well and mm-hmm. Just all round had a good game in terms yeah.
1: of safety. Yeah, And absolutely. like we were saying before, the goals, the headline, but the defensive performance and mm. just maintaining that, winning his aerial duels, yeah. which is what Brownfoy has been doing, mm. just maintaining that is the big thing that will keep his name mm. in contention.
0: Absolutely. One player who I thought we saw again at the weekend how important he can be to Everton, and now when he's in the team, we get more than just the midfield player, it was Amadou O'Nana, you get the physicality, we saw that with his goal, but I think someone who is so good in possession that when he drops into that six and gets it and receives it, he'll take it in tight areas. He, uh, this is his numbers, see his heat map there, 47 touches, uh, one goal, four clearances, won 11 of his 14 duels, and had two tackles, that was Matt Jack Harrison had two as well, they were the most tackles. That Everton plays at that, but Onana is. I think he's, for me, it's just he's gone up a level this year, he's, he's more consistent now. Ped, and I think yeah. mainly because we are kind of playing in, in the same role every week. You see
2: his heat map there, the way he's, mm. uh, the hotspots actually in their half, mm. just
0: sitting in their half. Mm. Um,
2: he's just so good on the ball, so silky, mm. moves it really well. Long uh, to get strong, off strong well. uses his body well wins tackles one obviously scored the header mm. a, gives us that extra little threat i i think james garner plays better yeah. when he's when he allows james garner and i thought james garner jack harrison the way they played was uh, really important as well because they're brave they're mm. brave on the ball yeah that's something I and mean, we haven't had a lot of players doing that recently being brave on the ball mm. um and their tenacity was really important. Just that Onana sitting behind them, just keeping things ticking over. So yeah, he had a, he had again a really good game, picking up from the second half against
0: Chelsea.
1: Jack? Yeah. Yep, he's just an absolute wall in midfield, mm. isn't he? I would hate to play against him if I was a Premier League midfielder. Mm. I think he'd just give you a of time. There's a situation where I think he won about four headers in the but space. what here, if about you were a Premier League seconds.
0: midfielder like Kevin De Bruyne? You had that ability. Would you hate it?
1: I'd look at him and i go, he's almost as good as me.
0: No, <laughs> no he, he's, he's been brilliant, hasn't he, lately?
1: Yeah, and like Ped said, he's gone up a level. I think mm. that's the maturity in his performance mm. as well. It's, you know, knowing this is a big year for him. Cause he had good spells last year, good performances. Did he have a good season overall? Was he putting mm. those good performances together consistently? I don't really think so. Mm. We all knew the quality was there. Yeah, it's the oh, most I, games
0: he'd ever played as together. well. Last season, most games he'd ever started.
1: But then coming into his second season, going, mm-hmm. "Oh, hey, you you're not the new kid anymore. You know, yeah. need a bit of responsibility now. You're going to be a starter. You're going to have another lad next to you who's not been a regular starter at mm. the club as well. We need you to boss this midfield, and he's been doing it.
0: And Ped, Idrissa uh, Garner, he's been key for him, though, mm. as well, hasn't he? He's shown him when he's come in and gone out the side and coming back in. He's shown him kind of like the levels as well, and I think O'Nana's benefit. Well, I think both of them have to be fair. I think Jack... Uh, Jack James Garner has benefited as well from Adrisa, hasn't he? That experience, yeah, that
2: experience, yeah, and obviously being able to play games as well.
0: Mm. Then
2: him coming in and and he's played with both of them, and um, they all benefit from that mm. kind of experience. And a Garner, again, he's gone out of the side at times, and when he's come back in, he's looked great. And mm. to have those, to have those three in midfield for the two places, um, is really working because it's actually pushing. Pushing them all, mm. something to fight for. So uh, you, if we have got them back all available for for the uh, the Fulham game again, that's an interesting one for the manager.
0: Mm. I was going to say just before we finish, but that the Fulham game because obviously I think the core going to be out. He's got a tight hamstring. Get them. Is it really worth risking him If he, if it might need a couple of days to settle down. Mm. Do we? Do we think he'll tinker with the system? to just play those three in midfield, there's almost... And ask one of them... (laughs) Excuse me. Ask one of them to break forward. Or are we going to go with two and then we'll play someone else off our striker? I
1: think we might go with Harrison there because we've seen against uh, the start of the Chelsea game, was it, when Mm -hmm. we had to drop Decorey further back and Harrison went into that behind the striker role. I think last year when Decore went out for a suspension... Newcastle yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, Newcastle, not Chelsea. It's been a long week. But last season, Monday. when... Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's not used to Everton winning four games. of um, Yeah, last season when we lost to Corey for a spell, but mm. he struggled, Dice yeah. replicator, And I think he trusts Harrison to do mm. a variation of that role. So I think maybe we'll go with that and maybe it's a chance for Dan Juma. Maybe.
0: See, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Uh, let's have a look at the stats anyway from the game. Yeah, Burnley nil, Everton two. Fourteen shots for Burnley, nine for Everton. Six on target for the Blues, just two for Burnley. No big chances for Burnley. Five big chances for Everton. And that possession in the sweet spot, Ed? Oh, it's in the pockets, isn't it? <laughs> just there, isn't it? Innit? Really, is in it's, the pocket? That's the one. that has been the... hitting that recently. That is the one. That's what it's all about. In fact, yeah. we've only had. One I think I'd seen The thing before The games Like all the games Everton have won They've had less possession and, Yeah all you know, we, The one game That we had mm. Miles more possession Was looping their home When we got beat So We we just like to hang around A 38% possession At least a bit The sweet spot There you go A great win For Everton Four on the spin Let us know What you think About that You're delighted With the way it's going For Sean Dyches Man how far can Everton go This season Um I'll be honest, just right now being able to sleep in April is is that's the that's the first marker. Mm. That's like my forty points marker. That one. Yeah, it'd be nice that would that would be chilled. And obviously, if we get some points back, it would boost the game. And we get all them back. Like Mm. a lot of people feel we should. Then we, who knows, it could be challenging for the European place. But that's how good Everton's form is at the moment. We're going to carry on now on Premier. The link is in the description if you want to become a Premier member. Otherwise, give the video a thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't yet. See you later.